In a world brimming with noise and distractions, finding truth can be like a needle in a haystack. But what if there was a guide to help you navigate through the chaos? Introducing the Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade, a podcast that delves into the heart of faith, spirituality, and life's biggest questions. Together we will explore the depths of the Bible, tackle challenging topics, and seek out the true essence of living a life of faith in the digital age as a kingdom citizen. Each episode of The Remnant brings you insightful conversations, inspiring stories and practical wisdom to empower your spiritual growth and help you to stay true to your faith in Jesus. Whether you're at home, on the go or seeking a moment of peace amidst your busy day, The Remnant is here to uplift, enlighten and inspire you. Subscribe to The Remnant Podcast on Podbean.com, iHeartRadio, Amazon Audible, Player FM, TuneIn and Podchaser. Thank you for joining in on another episode of The Remnant Podcast. Thank you for joining in on The Remnant Podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Wade. I want to discuss today one of the seven deadly sins as we know it. We call this pride. First, I want to look at the definition of pride. Pride is a lofty, arrogant, and excessive view of one's self-abilities and achievements. And when suffering with the spirit of pride, it distorts and causes much division. The longer someone stays and allow pride to stay in their heart, the greater the damage becomes. So the more aware we are of pride and its works, the more we understand how it affects us and the more effective our fight against it will be. Pride is a serious sin and God does not like the spirit of pride. It drains us of gratitude from our lives and pride starts a cycle in our life where it makes everything become negative we start to overvalue ourselves and undervalue other people the standards that we place on other people starts to rise to an extreme level and it will reach a point that no one is ever good enough for us and everybody falls short of our high standards this includes our spouse this could be our kids family members, people that we're close with, people that we work with. And what pride does, it it makes us feel like none of these people will be able to live up to that standard. And this high standard actually produces an unrealistic expectation on everyone and everything. And it'll leave you in a constant state of disappointment. It'll leave you ungrateful. It'll leave you in a negative state. Not only will you be dealing with the other daily issues that you face, but now you're dealing with a spirit that has crept in. Many times other people will recognize it, but they're too scared to tell you because many people that suffer with pride are unteachable. They don't want to hear much. They're not interested in what you think. And pride automatically rejects any form of correction. It's dangerous, it's destructive, and if we're not careful, it can destroy our lives, especially our relationships. And ultimately, the goal of the spirit of pride is to make us become spiritually dead. I want to talk about one of the kings that were noted in the Bible who struggled with pride. His name was King Nebuchadnezzar. And King Nebuchadnezzar story is told in the book of Daniel in the Old Testament, Daniel chapter 4. And Nebuchadnezzar struggled with pride and he had consequences as a result. And while he was king, he was walking on the roof of his royal palace. It's expressed in Daniel chapter 4. And he was talking about all his achievements. 
saying, Is not this the great Babylon I have built as the royal residence by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty? That's in Daniel chapter 4, verse 30. See, there were consequences to his pride. Nebuchadnezzar received a divine judgment. The Lord humbled him and drove him out away from human society. Nebuchadnezzar was compelled to live like a wild animal. He ended up eating grass and his appearance changed drastically. This was the period of humiliation and it lasted until Nebuchadnezzar actually acknowledged the sovereignty of God. He had to recognize God's sovereignty. And after he had this humbling experience, Nebuchadnezzar recognized the supremacy of the Most High God. In Daniel 4, 34 through 37, it says, Nebuchadnezzar acknowledges God's greatness, saying, Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heaven, because everything he does is right and all his ways are just. I wanted to mention the Nebuchadnezzar story because it serves as a powerful reminder of the dangers of pride and the importance of recognizing God's sovereignty. It also illustrates the transformative power of humility and repentance. I want to tell you today, someone is going to listen or is listening to this podcast and you may acknowledge or notice things that you may even struggle with as I go through this, but there is God's grace and mercy that can bring us back and restore us from any situation, including the spirit of pride. Now, I want to discuss several symptoms of pride and how we should deal with it. You'll notice people who struggle with this spirit many times are easily offended and easily irritated. So just like an affected wound you may have on your body, it it becomes sensitive. It's the same way pride affects us in our soul. And with pride, we can become so sensitive that little things irritate and offend us. Pride can make us become impatient. And if somebody doesn't meet our standards or expectations, we just blow up. The oversensitive person always overreacts. So if you're someone who is easily offended, easily hurt, and easily irritated, then you might be dealing with some issues of pride. Then... There are also bitter people with pride issues who have had a hard time letting go of their hurts and their anger. And then they also have a hard time forgiving others and they won't care if it destroys their relationships. Remember that a person with bitterness is a hurting person and a hurting person will always hurt others. Now, people that deal with pride can also be bad listeners. So if you're struggling with pride, then many people will have a hard time arguing with you or reasoning with you because you don't consider other people's opinions, their feelings, or perspectives. A lot of times you'll find that people close to you probably always complain that you don't listen. And if you're a bad listener, you're in danger of losing good communication with people that you love. There is an important component that I want to add, and that is that we have to learn to add love instead of pride to every emotion or reaction that we have because when you add pride, it always produces something destructive. But when you add love, it always produces joy, peace, and forgiveness. The Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. So let's examine our hearts for signs of pride and let's deal with it the way Jesus taught us through humility, forgiveness, and love. And so people with pride are usually unteachable or teachable to those who they deem in a higher regard than themselves. 
an unteachable person who have a problem with pride, they become very defensive and they end up justifying all of their actions. And they have a hard time accepting correction or rebuke or criticism. They take the comments negatively and personally. Actually, if that is you and you're feeling your defenses going up right now and you're justifying your actions and motives that have been exposed by what I'm discussing this far. And if you become unteachable because of pride, don't forget you're not growing anymore you're actually becoming immature. So let's look at the learning ability of a humble person to a proud person and the one game-changing advantage over a proud person. The humble person has many teachers unlike the proud person whose learning is limited to experts and to the very few that he considers to be above himself or herself. The humble person, on the other hand, can learn from anyone, high, low, or equal. And this makes the humble person a greater learner than the proud person. Also, the humble person can also accept correction and criticism from anyone, which is a big part of growth and maturity. However, a proud person can only accept a limited amount of correction from someone that he or she considers superior and also zero amount of correction or criticism from anybody else from anyone lower than them. And these advantages makes a humble person a better learner. And when there is much learning, there is also much growth. And when there is much growth, there is much maturity. But immaturity, on the other hand, is just another consequence of pride in our life. Another issue with pride is that it will give you a negative perspective on other people. It makes you a fault finder. We will always think that it's the other person when our hearts get infected with pride. Assume that their motives are always wrong and we become very judgmental. A lot of times a person with pride won't ask questions or they won't ask anyone for anything. If they need help, they won't acknowledge that they really need the help. They'll shut down and stop communicating. And a lot of times they just don't believe that people can do something for them without wanting anything in return. So pride makes us a self-centered negative person. And what it does is it magnifies the faults of others and it makes us blind to our own faults. Instead of dealing with what is going on in the inside of us, pride will cause us to make a lot of bad decisions in our lives. And the Bible teaches us that pride goes before destruction. And if you think about it, pride is actually the perfect sin. Why? Because it blinds us. It hardens our heart. It escalates conflict. It turns your hurts into bitterness, your anger into revenge, and it tears apart families marriages and friendships it sets us up for destruction and that's why i wanted to talk about pride because for us to be used by god we have to continually search our hearts and our minds and we have to be aware of the spirits that try to come to get us off track i believe everyone at some point in their life struggles with it because we all become hurt we all become leery of situations when we our trust have been diminished we have to go to God and acknowledge it that's why it's so important to stay before God and to seek his face and always look to see if we're operating out of a spirit of pride the littlest thing can start to grow so you can do something as little you know as oh no I don't want to hear that or not take anyone's advice and that could be the advice that you need because it's not coming from a person that you think it should come from actually you may start to allow that spirit 
to grow. So Jesus showed us the way to overcome pride through humility, forgiveness, and love. And to deal with our pride first, you must humble yourself and admit that you're struggling with it. Then ask for forgiveness from the people that you've hurt. We also have to forgive those that have hurt us. See, and this is why the Bible says forgive 70 times 7 because forgiveness is crucial as it breaks the spirit of pride. In Micah 6 and 8, chapter 6, verse 8, it says, And what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love and to walk humbly with your God? Proverbs 29 and 23, it says, A person's pride will bring him low, but a humble person will obtain honor. So we have to be intentional in practicing humility in our daily lives. We have to stop judging people. Now, I'm not saying don't judge by the fruit because we are to acknowledge, you know, the fruit of a person's life. But we don't want to devalue anyone. We don't want to think that we can't learn from anyone. And then most of all, we want to forgive and ask forgiveness. We want to value other people's opinion and listen to what other people have to say. Sometimes it's just good to listen. I've learned in my life, you know, when you're humble and you're walking in the spirit of humility, you don't always have to talk. Sometimes you just have to listen, you know, and then we want to let God be the center of our life. Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before fall. And that's a warning. You know, and so anytime you see a prideful person, a person that just think they have it all together, they only take advice from from those they deem higher than themselves. It's a spirit and it is very visible. It's very visible. And that's why really only God, only Holy Spirit can show us what we deal with, because if we're not careful, it's very cunning. And so Proverbs 11 and 2 says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. And then God has a wonderful way of of putting this. He says, James 4 and 6. But he gives us more grace. That is why the scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. So you want some favor in your life? Stay humble. You want favor? Stay humble. Proverbs 13 and 10. Where there is strife, there is pride. But wisdom is found in those who take advice. I want to encourage you on this evening how the Bible teaches us that God does not like pride. And there are several reasons for this. It is the opposition to God's authority. Pride often leads to an attitude of self-sufficiency and independence from God. See, that's the opposite of where God wants us. God wants us to be dependent on him. But pride makes us dependent on ourselves. It also opposes the acknowledgement of God's authority over our lives. It's a barrier to humility. Pride erects a barrier to humility. And God values humility as it reflects a proper recognition of our dependence on him and a willingness to submit to his guidance. Pride is also a source of sin. Pride is considered one of the root causes of various sins. Arrogance and an elevated sense of self can lead to disobedience, rebellion, and a lack of reverence for God's commands and for God's people. It is a carnal attribute and it encourages the flesh to be in control. So we see here, we are walking in the spirit. If we want to be used by God, if we want to hear from God, if we want to have a relationship with God, we have to uh, feed our spirit. But when we're walking in pride, it encourages the flesh to be in control. Then next, it, it gives destructive consequences. Right? The Bible warns that pride precedes destruction and a fall. So 
God, out of his wonderful love and desire for us to be well, discourages attitudes that can lead to detrimental consequences. Pride is not our friend, people of God. It hinders our relationship with God. It can make us distance between God and people. See, we have to love God's people. A humble heart is receptive to God's grace, while pride can re result in a resistance to God's correction and guidance. So, it's, it's very different from God's character. God's is characterized, God is characterized by humility, love, and selflessness. Pride stands in contrast to this, right? And God desires us to reflect his character in our lives. So that's why we have to look in, at ourselves. I know tonight I'm talking about people and um, what others may go through, but this is also helping me. Because the same thing that I teach about, I have to apply it to my life. We want to have unity and harmony. And that's the whole goal. Unity and harmony in the body of Christ. But pride leads to divisions, conflicts, and it's an attitude of superiority over others. That's not what God wants. God wants us to be in unity, love, and cooperation. And it hinders the achievements of those virtues. God wants us to have a genuine relationship, a humble relationship, not just with him, but with other people. And when we have pride in a way, it interferes with the intimacy of this relationship. And it places the focus on us rather than on God. So, God's dislike for pride is rooted in its opposition to his authority. It hinders us to have a humble and genuine relationship with him. And the Bible encourages every believer to cultivate humility, recognizing their dependence on God and acknowledging his sovereignty. Listen, I wanted to come just to talk with you about this one deadly sin, one of the seven called pride. If you have heard anything about this that can help you, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you and I want to believe God to show you and me anything that is not like him. Number one being pride, but anything else that is not like him. As we stated in Proverbs 16 and 18, pride goes before destruction and a hearty spirit before a fall. So let's pray. Father, we humbly ask you for your forgiveness and the cleansing power of Holy Spirit to help us recognize the areas where pride has taken root and replace them with the virtues of humility and meekness. We thank you that Philippians 2, 3 through 4, says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourself. We thank you, Father, that you will grant us the strength to surrender our will to yours, knowing that your plans are higher and more perfect than our own. Teach us to walk in humility, to seek your guidance in all things, and to rely on your strength rather than our own. We thank you that our heart is open to receiving and being better so that we can mature in the things of you, God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can come to you and that you will forgive us of any sins. Lord, we turn away from any prideful thoughts and actions. Fill us with your Holy Spirit, that we will bear the fruit of humility, kindness, and love in all of our interactions. Father, we thank you for your unwavering love and mercy. We thank you for your grace that empowers us to overcome any form of pride and any other sin that will try to creep in and hinder us and blind our eyes and our ears. We want to be used by you, Lord. We want you to get the glory out of our life. And most of all, that our light 
will shine in a dying world. You said that we are the salt of the earth. As you cleanse us on today, we thank you. We thank you for freedom and the ability to walk in humility, bringing glory to your name. We thank you in all of these things we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we end, I want to ask if there's anyone who want to dedicate your life today. There is a prayer of salvation that I would love to pray with you all today. And if you would repeat these words with me. After you repeat this prayer, you are now saved and you are in the kingdom of God. Repeat after me. Father God, I thank you for the opportunity to come into your presence. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of anything I've said and done. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead and he now lives in me. Thank you, Lord, that I am now saved and I will serve you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. And so if you just prayed that prayer, you are now in the body of Christ. I want to encourage you to get in a Bible-believing church where you can learn about the word of God so that you can walk into progressive salvation and continue to be everything that God has called you to be. Listen, we're going to rebuke the spirit of pride and we're going to acknowledge and walk in the spirit of humility. I want to thank you for joining me again. Don't forget to stay connected with us and have a wonderful day. Be blessed. As we draw the curtain on another enriching episode of The Remnant Podcast, we extend our heartfelt gratitude to each one of our cherished listeners. Your support and engagement means the world to us. If you found inspiration, comfort, or a new perspective in today's episode, we invite you to share it with friends and family. Together, we can create a community of seekers and believers, united by the timeless truths we uncover. Remember to stay connected with The Remnant Podcast and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast platforms to help us reach even more hearts. For daily doses of encouragement and updates, follow us on Facebook at The Remnant Podcast, on Instagram at The Remnant Podcast and Podbean.com. Your journey doesn't end with this episode. There's more to explore, discuss, and discover together. And our prayer is that you will continue to prosper and be in good health and live confidently as a kingdom citizen. Mm-hmm.